All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, September 20th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined on Monday and Tuesday by my man over there, Mr. Big Marcel. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you again. Yep. No, you too, Marcel. I'm always looking forward to Mondays, man. We get to talk about everything that happened on the weekend. There was quite a few fights that took place this weekend, Marcel, as, as we know. Um, mm-hmm. UFC, Bellator, and even Contender Series, which we didn't really get a chance to talk about much uh, after it happened. But uh, I think we might as well to start with, with UFC. So picks-wise, I mean, it was an okay night for the picks. Uh, you know, I didn't know the main event, though. That's that's the one I got wrong, and we'll start there. Uh, I didn't see Anthony Smith destroying Ryan Smith span like this, Marshall. i got to be honest with you. Like, I, I definitely knew you could win the fight, but I didn't think it'd be a complete beatdown like we saw here. So... Start the main event here. Anthony Smith submits Ryan Span in the first round. Rear naked choke. He looked amazing, man. Dropped him twice with punches. Submitted him. Three straight wins out for Lionheart. Marcel, what do you think of his performance here? Yeah, man. Good performance. I think uh, Ryan Span made a mistake by um, he wasn't really stable at a certain moment and he threw a punch and he actually walked into a punch from Smith and um, he got uh, staggered with that. And after that, Smith pretty much took over, right? And uh, he did very well. Finished the fight, went a little bit crazy afterwards. Um, I, in my opinion, not really necessary. I think many people respect Anthony Smith, you know, but uh, if he feels that way, okay, I, I can understand the reaction. But uh, it was good that uh, Ryan Span went over to him, wanted to shake his hand, and everything was okay again. And uh, yeah, man, uh, good good performance by Smith. He uh, called out Rakic after the fight, Rakic accepted. So yeah, why not, you know? Ah, see, that's the here's the problem I have with this. Let me get this comment, Tristan. What's up, guys? Hey, Tristan, how's it going, man? Let me get this. Let me let me talk about this fight. So, we saw this fight last year, and the fight was it was it was terrible. Why does everybody mm-hmm. want to see this fight again? Why do we want to see this fight again? Tell me. I mean, why why do you want to see uh, Francis and Ganu against Derek Lewis again? I mean, why do you want to uh, see? You know what? For example, I, I get I mean, what you're saying, but here here's my argument. Like this guy hasn't lost since they fought. He's Rockage. He only fought once. He fought Sandals and won. It's like you're yeah, rewarding. Right. You're rewarding Anthony Smith because he's won three straight wins, which I get. But you're mm-hmm. also kind of docking Rockage because he didn't finish his last two fights. That's what it comes think, down to. I think Rockage should fight Jerry Prohaska, but I yeah. mean that's not a fight they look like they are looking to make. I think for some reason, but. I mean, if not, why not? You know, if Rockage wants it, if Smith wants it, why not? Why why should we do difficult about it? Just because I, I personally don't want to see the fight again. I, I we saw it last year. It was a really boring fight. It was just it was it was it was basically uh, year or um, uh, Rockage threw these nasty leg kicks that Smith couldn't handle, and the fight was based on the. I looked at the stats of that fight the other day. It was like almost fifteen minutes on was spent on the on the ground, but there was no takedowns. Mm-hmm. It was just him catching the kicks, going to the ground, and wrestling him. Uh, I mean, there's not much, many other guys that can fight, though. The only other option is Rakic for him to fight Yuri or just to wait to what happens next month. It sure seems like he wants to get back in the cage. Listen, if he wants to fight Smith again, by all means, but to me, like, if I'm his management, I wouldn't take that fight. You're you're taking a step backwards. It seems like a bad idea. Um, he already beat him last year, guys, and he hasn't lost since then. You don't really see it that often where a guy's on a win streak and then fight someone else that he'd already beaten during the win streak. You don't see that that often in the UFC, and I don't think we'll see it here. But, you know, if this guy really wants to fight again, and the only option is Smith, maybe that's the fight they'll make. I just don't want to see the end, because I thought the fight sucked. If you guys want, go back to Fight Pass, type in Anthony Smith, Alexander Rakic, watch the fight yourself. 
It was a terrible yeah, but, primer still. I don't care if it's two more rounds either. It, it was bad. For I, I know the fight sucked. I know the fight sucked, but I'm just like, if that's nobody else and they want to Yeah, fight, I know. I mean, that's the thing. I'm looking at the rankings. It's like Dominic Reyes would make sense, I guess, but he, I think he's injured right now. So there's no one else. Yeah. Or uh, Nikolaev is another guy too. I, although he does have a fight, I think, against Uzdemir. Against Uzdemir, yeah. Yeah. So I guess Rakic is just in a weird spot right now. But I, I just, if I was management, I wouldn't take that fight, man. I honestly wouldn't, guys. Like, why, why would you fight someone that you've already beaten during your win streak? That doesn't make sense. That's like, this is exactly like when, when people were saying to Leon Edwards, go fight Vicente Luque. He beat him a few fights ago. Why would he fight him again? Like, during the same win streak. I don't know. For me, it's like, that's a step backwards. But again, there's no other options that I can see why they do it. Let's get these comments here uh, about Smith. Three straight first round finishes. I mean, he's looked really good. Smith versus Santos Walker winner. You could do that. I mean, I wouldn't mind that at all. He has fought Santos at 185, uh, mm-hmm. lost the fight. It'd be an interesting rematch at 205, although I do think Walker is a good chance to win that fight. Smith has a, been extremely dominant since putting us away. I agree with that, too. Uh, he's looking at I me. Mean, 7-3 over. I was just looking right now. 7-3 like since moving up to 205. That's pretty damn good. That's definitely solid. Only lost to Rakic, Glover, and Jones. That's not bad at all. If Santos wins, wouldn't it be beneficial for Smith to fight Santos on one white win streak only Walker? That's true. Keep the lobber versus Manifield, uh, Roundtree versus Knight. I I mean, I'm fine with those fights if they want to make them. I'm fine with those ones. Uh, Tristan talking about Smith's fight with Rocket. He, he gained weight, probably a lot stronger. I mean, he's fought at 205 for a few years, man. Uh, I definitely think he's filled into the frame better. But again, this was only last August. And it's not like Smith's a young guy. He's 33. I do think he's gotten a little bit better for sure, but I also think he's fought in like slightly worse fighters, though. I mean, you go from fighting John Jones, and it's a lot easier to look better against guys like Clark and Span and Crew. Go ahead, Marcel. Every time somebody brings up Smith against Rocky, you look like somebody stole your lunch money, man. I just think people don't realize <laughs> how, how, how boring the first fight was. I think people just sometimes, they, they, just, they just, you know, they forget. And I'm not saying you guys are. boring. Yeah, I'm not saying you guys are, but I just think like if it's for a title, I guess it makes sense. But it's like it's not, so I don't know why we why we want to see that. Why are we force ourselves to watch this fight again? Again, you're you're you get. I saw Smith's interview with with I think it was James actually, and he was basically going off on Rackers because he doesn't finish fights. He doesn't want to finish fights. He doesn't want to fight, bro. You got your ass kicked last year. Like this is just Anthony Smith trying to get his loss back. That's what it is, guys. Honestly, mm-hmm. anyways, doesn't matter if they want to book it, whatever. Thoughts on Armin fighting Hooker Nazareth? I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I'd be okay with that. Uh, Armin looked good. Actually, go ahead, go ahead. The funny thing is, there was so many censoring in the UFC interviews. And when uh, Bisping asked uh, to uh, to Tsarukian, who do you want next? He's like, I want Hooker, he said. And they didn't censor that. I'm just That's kidding. Funny. That's funny. That's, yeah. I mean, but uh, let, let's be honest, man. That Tsarukian Giagos fight didn't make sense, in my opinion, at all. But I mean, nobody yeah. wanted to get, fight Tsarukian. He wanted to stay busy. So yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. Well, that would be a quick one. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. It's okay. Jose says uh, Tony posted fight news. I have a strong feelings. Gillespie. Why do you think they didn't make him versus Riddell? I don't know. They wanted to do that fight with uh, Fiziev, which I really like. You think it's Tony versus Gillespie? And that sounds like a horrible match with Tony. I gotta be honest with you. What do you think? Yeah, another big fan of that for Tony. Definitely not in the in the state how he is in this last. How are you hearing? Is, are you actually hearing this, Gillespie? No, no, yeah. I haven't heard this. Uh, you haven't heard it. Have you heard anything else? Another name, maybe? Have you heard anything? No. Okay. No, sorry, I think guys. Kutal- yeah, I was talking about this fight. Kudalaba middleweight. Okay, let's talk about this fight. Kudalaba defeats Devin Clark. Now, first thing I want to say is those 29, 26, 29, 27 scorecards are fucking terrible. 
any judge who scored a round for Devin Clark in that fight is, doesn't know what the hell they're doing, honestly. There's no way he won that fight, uh, rounded that fight. Ian Kutalab won every single minute of that fight. He destroyed Devin Clark, smashed his face in. The guy's teeth are, like, shoved in the back of his throat right now. It, it was an absolute beatdown. I really think that the uh, the coroner should have stopped the fight or the doctor should have stopped the fight between the second and third round. Like, you've seen the picture or so. It's dangerous because his teeth were halfway back in his throat. He could swallow those teeth and and something seriously bad could happen. Um, I think they should have stopped this fight a little bit sooner. Devin Clark's a warrior, made the three rounds, but he got his face smashed in for three rounds. I thought Ion looked phenomenal in this fight, Marcel. This is the best he's looked, I think. Because the thing is, man, we've always we all know he has power. We all know he's a he's a monster, but the one thing that he has now is he's got cardio now. And we saw that in the last two fights. He's got cardio. He went 50 with Jacoby. He did gas a little bit, but not in this fight. He didn't gas in this fight. I thought he looked amazing, Marcel, personally. I thought this was his best performance. I know he's had some quick knockouts and stuff, but for a prolonged 50-minute fight, I thought he looked really phenomenal in this fight over Clark, who I'll give him some credit for being tough, but he just wasn't on the same level. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, man, that fucking finally, you know. Um, finally, we saw Kutilaba going 50 minutes without being gassed or whatever. And... Um, he did well. I picked Clark to win by decision because it was like he will he will come through the first round and then he will probably take over. He came through the first round, but he didn't take over. Um, I think the last 30, 30 seconds were probably for Clark, but definitely not around. Um, yeah, Kutanaba looked good, man. Um, I honestly think if Devin Clark's dad wasn't in his corner, he would have been the fight would have been ended because at a certain moment you heard him saying like something like Darren or oh, Devin, don't you dare to fucking give up. And then you saw Devin uh, go, go back to try to get to a butterfly position again, a, a butterfly guard, or he tried to uh, get out of the uh, mount from Kutilaba and didn't uh, curl up, you know? So for some reason, I think that, that made him go for that uh, total 15 minutes, you know, because he was almost out of it, man, at the end of the first round. And also the second round again, uh, then he heard his dad screaming again, and then you saw him moving again, you know, so the referee didn't stop it. And the third round, he was, I think he said to his partner, like, I need surgery anyway, so let's go on. Yeah, and, he did uh, say that. That's yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy, but, like, it just shows, again, how tough these guys are. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it was the right call, because, again, you got to live to fight another day. You guys have seen the pictures, man. Go to his Instagram. It, it, it looks like really bad. Alan, Alan Patrick a few years ago. Yeah, you, you said know, that too. You know what reminded me of? It reminded me. Okay, I'll, I'll get. Let me get the picture right here. Hold on, I want to find the picture. I'll throw it up here. Sanko, I'm gonna show you where. I'm gonna show you guys what it reminds you. What are you say, Marcel? Sanko said LC Davis. LC Davis. Yeah, I remember him from Bellator. Okay, so here's the picture. I'm gonna get those comments in a sec, uh, Jamie and Tristan. Let me let me show you this picture. I'm sure you guys have seen this already. You guys have seen this one. Yeah, it's, it's just it's rough. It's rough. And he posted this the update. He got some yeah. like braces or something in there. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, one suck. And then the other thing I was thinking that it, it kind of compares to you was uh, one suck. Um, well, I thought it looked like <laughs> I don't know why, but actually, it doesn't really look like it now that I see it. Well, whenever I see this, I just think about this guy. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about, man. Like, these teeth are just in rough shape, man. 
That's what I was thinking about myself. <laughs> I was thinking about a, a fighter or something that happened as well. He, he comes with Pennywise. <laughs> All right, look at these comments. Jamie, what's going on, man? He says, judges giving Clark around to try to scrape a few punches for Mount to the last. I know, he, he looked good for those five. Okay, I'll give him that. I said he lost every second of the 15 minutes. He won the last five seconds of the third round. I'll give him that. What do you guys think, Nate, man? We'll talk about him in a second. He looked good. Great, great finished. Um, let me see here. Uh, all right. Next fight, Arian Lipsky, Mandy Bong. I mean, I called it. I told you Mandy Bong wasn't good, Marcel. I knew it. I knew it, man. She's not good. She has no wrestling, guys. When I saw that fight, I immediately had to think about you. I was like, <laughs> man, such – yeah, I'm sorry to say, man, but it was such a bad performance by Mandy Bong. Oh, it was – so, no, nothing came out of her or something. Uh, no work on the ground. Uh, stand-up wasn't good. And Lipsky looked sharp, man. But probably one of the best performances yeah. of Lipsky so far in the UFC. Very sharp for 15 minutes. Very complete performance. Very well done by Lipsky. Yeah. Yeah, she looked good. I, I'm still not sold on Lipsky. I, I liked her in this I'm fight. Really I'm not sold on her, guys. I'm telling you. She can still struggle. Everyone's talking about her improvements. Okay, sure. But she also got smashed her last two fights, including by Antonina. I'm not going to forget about that. If she fights a good grappler, has good wrestling, she'll lose. The thing is, Bomb, I actually scouted her pretty good. She doesn't have any wrestling. Just because you have a good ground game of submissions doesn't mean you have good wrestling. She has no wrestling herself. She got wrestled by Arian Lipsky for 15 minutes. It was a really bad performance. Also, I think people are kind of overrating Bomb just based on her record. I don't know if they actually watched her fights. Like They're like, oh, she's such a great prospect. Why is she a great prospect? You said she's a great prospect. She's also 32 years old. She's not young. She's not 22, uh, right? Yeah, I was thinking, man, she was supposed to make her debut for Bellator against Liz Carmouche. That would have been horrible, I think, <laughs> if I think back, because Liz Carmouche is pretty wrestling heavy. But, I mean, there, there was just nothing, man. I mean, Lipsky was completely in control from the minute, from the first minute to the, to the last minute. Her stand-up was better. Her ground game was better. Uh, Lipsky completely dominated the fight, man. It's a very good performance. Here's our boy Tristan. He says, German MMA is non-existent. So sad. We're performing terribly. Yeah, David Zawada lost recently. Um, who, who's that guy? Nander or not? No, what's his name? Uh, who's the big guy that you hate? The guy that's a quitter. He won my knockout. Heavyweight guy. Oh, George's Daniel. Yeah, George's Daniel. He won. He's German, right? Is he or? Yeah, he's German. Yeah, German, he won. German Syrian. He knocked out uh, Jorgen de Castro. So he did have a win a few months ago. But yeah, sorry, Tristan. It's not the greatest, man. He's saying Stolze also lost. That's right. Nicholas Stolze. There might be someone else from Germany in the UFC. I can't think. Yeah, of. they they just signed the Russian German, the Abu Sufyan Magomedov, who's He's fighting. fighting uh, who's he fighting again? GM three. Yes, yeah, so I saw that one. That's a, that's crazy. They're just giving GM three the toughest like freaking guys. Eh? They're like, all right, you're fighting this this guy now. And yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna submit him. Do you watch? Guy's so good at submissions. All right, next fight, and it's the one we just mentioned a few minutes ago. I mean, there's not much thought with this one. Armin Tuzduki defeats Christian Gagos, and I told you myself. I knew he would win. I was super confident. It was just, how was he going to win? I thought he'd submit him, man. I think the fact he knocked out Christos is extremely impressive. This is the first knockout he's had in three years. Um, it's Christos, I think, second knockout loss in his career. Yep, second one after Josh Emmett, uh, which obviously no shame in that. Five years ago, Josh Emmett knocked him out. So I think this was damn good performance by Armin. We all already knew he's good. It's time for him to fight someone in the top 10. I mean, the guy is really fucking good. We all know this, guys, but it is time. He's only 24, but he might be one of the best lightweights right now. So, like, I, you know, I know they can give him the slow build. Marcel, he fought Gagos, Frevola, 
Ramos and OAM, those guys are all unranked fighters. I know he fought Islam, obviously, in his debut. Now it's time to give him a ranked guy again, Marcel. Would you agree? <laughs> For sure, man. I mean, he, he looks good. I mean, even in his only loss in the UFC, he looked good, you know, yeah. against Islam Akashev on short notice. Um, the thing is, um, I think I said it before, man. Uh, Armin said he needed to finish here to show the UFC that he is exciting. And that's because Sean Shelby said after two fights that he was boring, mm-hmm. you know? So doesn't make sense to me that's why i always say sometimes the ufc doesn't uh, recognize real talent you know and this guy i mean everybody could see after the makashev fight that this guy was pretty good you know he he went he made a competitive for makashev i think he lost all three rounds but he made it competitive in that fight you know right. and uh, you saw against oam he was better against ramos was even a very good fight you know after that and uh, yeah, the Fuvola fight as well. So the thing is, he need, he said he needed to finish here. He did it, you know, against a guy who I think, I think Jagos is a good fighter, but I don't think he's on the same level as Turukian. So uh, we really need to see him now to fight somebody in the top 15. He's in the top 15 already, so why not? Yeah, he's freaking good. I'm just like, I was just looking at his record right now. He has lost, uh, well, twice, obviously, Islam. But the other fight, he got mm-hmm. knocked out. Have you seen that fight? I'm looking at it right now. It's on YouTube. Have you seen this fight? This is his first nope. one. This is the second profile. Throw it up here, guys. And then I'll take those comments. I just watch it on YouTube. So he fought this guy, Alexander Bellick, I guess his name is. Let's just watch this one. It's very short. This is a second fight. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything. Now we know he's improved since, here, since then. But uh, definitely worth mentioning because, I mean, you'll see what happens here. And it just makes you wonder, like, because he hasn't really fought any, like, high-level strikers. Like, what yeah. happens if he does fight a Nazrat, you know, a guy who's a good striker? Because, like, look at that. Done. You know what I mean, Marcel? I've never seen this, actually. Yeah. But, no, me neither. Uh, First yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just done. He's out. He's pissed at the rough, but it was a good stoppage. Um. Anyways, the guy's good. But, yeah, let me get these comments. Hey, what's up, Marcus? Do you think Bomb will get another UFC fight? Yeah, she'll get another one, but she better win it. <laughs> Nazareth's the only hope, really. You're talking about German MMA. Yeah. I feel like Nazareth should have been thrown in the German MMA conversation, even if he does represent Afghanistan. That's fair. I don't know enough about the whole situation with what flag he wants to represent. Armin versus Gregor. I would love to see that fight. That fight would be fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll do it. I think they're going to do those guys on separate paths, but I would love to see that fight. Um, now let's talk about this fight. Nate Manis defeating Tony Gravely by second round knockout. I mean, I, I, this is unbelievable to me. This is just this just shows again how fucking crazy this sport is, Marcel. And Jose says you got killed the same way Islam got stuck by Adriano. Absolutely. I was thinking the same in the Armin fight, the last one I just showed you. That's the thing. MMA, anything can happen. Like, you could lose to a scrub just because he punches you in the right spot. You know what I mean? Now, let's talk about this fight. Nate Manis, Toby Gravely. Gravely was absolutely dominating Manis. Uh, took him down, beat him up, then dropped him at the, at the end of the round. I honestly thought he was knocked out, Marcel. I thought he was knocked out, and the, and the bell saved him. And then the second round, Manis lands a right hand and knocks out Gravely. I couldn't believe this. Give me your thoughts on this fight. That Manus also didn't uh, fought his last fight against Sanders, where he looked bad in the first round and also won in the second round. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's something he needs or something. I have no idea, but uh, yeah, I, I thought he was done after the first round. Also, man, I, I I thought there was a rule when you are knocked down in the last second of the first round, the corner can't help you on the stool. You have to go stand up yourself and walk to the stool. You know, and this didn't happen. The corner helped him up. No, I think you, you can get the corner to help you. I've seen that. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah? you know, I've yeah. also seen fights like we talked about uh, Modestus against... Um, yeah, against McAllister. No one helped him up. He fell out and they, they called the stop. So I'm, I know what you're saying. 
I, I thought he would. I thought they would have stopped it. I thought he was done. Give me your thoughts, though. Keep giving me your thoughts. Yeah, same. Like you, I also thought he was done. And then the second round, uh, he came back. He 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 uh, punched gravely in the, uh, on the on the sweet spot. Let's put it that way. And he stopped him. You know, uh, gravely was done. And um, I was surprised to be honest, man. I thought gravely had it in the back, but I, I I'm. I'm thinking that Gravely thought as well that he had it in the back, but uh, he didn't. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good comeback one for Nate Maynus. And what's Again. next for him, Marcel? Because I like this guy. What's next? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't give him a top 15 yet, to be really honest, man. I think uh, I saw in his last two fights that he is, didn't look good in the first round. He came back in the second round. Good comeback finish. Um, I, I would give him somebody in between top 15, top 20. That, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. There's a lot of good guys at Bantamweight. It's such a good yeah. division. Um, Jose said UFC Russia posted video Islam talking about the top guys. I wish they had added subtitles. Yeah, that would have been nice. I don't I can't speak Russian, so I, I honestly have no idea what he'd say there. I'd love Manus versus Miles Drum. That'd be a great fight. I think Miles is really good, but it, the th that's the thing. He also deserves a top 15 opponent. This division's just so stacked. Um, mm -hmm. it's it's an amazing division, Bantamweight. All right, let's talk about this fight here. Walking Buckley, Antonio Roy. You know, you guys know I picked a Royal. I thought I was looking for a like a genius for about ten minutes, Marcel, because he was looking good. Even Buckley was like, "Yeah, he was winning the fight." But Buckley again, so explosive, catches the guy in the. It wasn't the back of the head, but it wasn't like it was on purpose. Like it was like the guy turned at the same time. But yeah, Buckley catches him, Marcel knocks him out, and that's seven straight fights have ended inside the with a knockout for Walking Buckley. That's insane. And Arroyo gets uh, lost again, third straight loss to the UFC. But I thought he looked okay. I, would, I think I would keep him around for the fourth fight on his contract, Marcel. But, yeah, I think Buckley, nice comeback, um, gets a performance bonus again. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah, man, like you said, Arroyo looked good in the first two rounds. And uh, he got clipped in the third round and Buckley finished him. Um, yep. Yeah, it is, but Buckley, it's either getting finished or finish, you know, uh, in the UFC so far. And he's now three and two, I think. Um yeah, uh, the thing is with Buckley, I can't agree with you what you said last time. I don't think he's really that good as many people think he is, but I don't think he's that bad as well. I think he's just kind of a, um, sounds really bad, but kind of a mid-tire fighter, you know, in the UFC, who, is, uh, who can win against a lot of guys, but also can lose against guys you probably don't expect him to lose to. So it's like... It's just a, a good guy to have around. He's he's uh, he's entertaining, you know. When he finishes fights, it's entertaining. So um, pretty much that. I think many people disagree with me here, but that's how I think about it. I feel the same way. But you know, Buckley's been around a while too. You know, he's been Bellator for for a long time mm -hmm. before he was in the UFC. The guy is he's he's decent, but not great. I'm with you on that. Like he's he's decent, but again, I'm telling you guys, he fights someone that's more aggressive than a Royal was. He'll he can get clipped and knocked out too. Buckley had a massive knee too. He sure did. Wonder if Buckley's fights are auto no bet no. I mean, it sure seems like it, right? Like even this fight, which went right down to the wire, it's still in some the distance. It doesn't seem like his fights go 50 minutes. It's been a while. Um, let's go to the prelims here. The Fonnachuki. He did go to the distance against Mike Rodriguez. Wins the unanimous decision. He looked good in this fight. Marcel. He needed the win. Uh, I think Mike Rodriguez is going to get cut. He's lost three straight fights. What do you think? Yeah, not my favorite fight to watch, to be really honest. Uh, the fan did what he had to do, and he won the fight. But, yeah, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't a great fight, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just weird, because now this guy's 2-5-1, and one, right? Um, mm -hmm. Won no contest in the UFC. But he does have a knockout over Marcin Prachner, who's looked really good lately. So it's like, 
it's kind of weird. Maybe they'll maybe they'll give Mike Rodriguez one more shot. I don't think so though. I mean, the record's just not good enough. Two five and one, not good at all. The victim. Hey, just fall. Hey, what's going on, man? Glad to hear you. Glad have you here, buddy. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Marcel Raquel Pennington and Panicky Anzad. Super close fight, but 29-20 across the board for Raquel. I mean, I called this fight pretty good too, Marcel. I said it was going to take place against the fence for 15 minutes. That's exactly what happened in this fight. Um, it was, a, I guess, a decent scrap. I mean, they're they're going at it for sure, but it's exactly like Raquel Pennington fights every single time. What do you think? Yeah, same old, same old. You know, um, she won the fight. It was I expected a close fight. I picked Penny Kansas to win, but Raquel did it again. So yeah, yeah, she will be ranked again after this one. Yeah, she wrong defeats Brandon Jenkins third round TKO. He missed weight. We got to mention that it was funny because he he was on the scale celebrating, and then his team was like, "You missed by two pounds." I'm trying to explain to him like you missed weight. So he, he would he you know what he fucked himself because he I think he would have got a bonus of fifty grand because he looked amazing in this fight he looked amazing against Brandon Jenkins this is the performance we were looking for from Wrong in his debut against Vargas he didn't have it there now he gets some experience in the UFC man I thought he looked really good in this fight guys I mean I listen I get he's fighting Jenkins that guy took it on short notice he's not really UFC caliber um he does have the highlight reel knockouts but obviously his wrestling's limited but still you know Wrong not only did he win this fight he dominated the fight. Uh, for a 20-year-old guy, Marcel, it's clear he's made some improvements from his last fight. I was impressed by Wrong in this fight. Just, again, disappointing Miss Wade because he screwed himself out of the bonus. What do you think? Yeah, Wrong still looked good, man, in this fight. Uh, much better than in his debut. Um, like you said, man, he didn't make weight. And Brandon Jenkins, who took the fight on very short notice, made weight. So, <laughs> I know, I think I Brandon know. Jenkins normally, no, he normally fights at one, at, um, at the same weight class or not. Normally fights same weight class as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually pretty impressive. He, he did make that weight. Um, yeah, but Wang Zhu, he got he dominated the fight in my opinion, and yeah, he he got the finish very late in the third round. And uh, good for him, man. He needed that after a kind of a disappointing debut against Kazula Vargas. Um, so yeah, good for him. No, I'm with you on that one as well. And Peyton's fights in a nutshell, Jamie. Absolutely, every single fight I've seen her in, it takes place against the fence. Montel Jackson defeats JP Bays. I can't believe that my bet on this fight not going the distance didn't cash. I can't believe that. Are you kidding me? Montel Jackson drops JP Bays four times in this fight. Literally four knockdowns. I, I can't remember the last time you saw a guy get knocked down four times. I was, I was thinking back. I know that Adesanya knocked down Gaslam and also uh, Roundtree knocked down Anders on the same card, 236. That was like three, two or three years ago now. That's the last time I can remember a guy getting knocked down four times. I'm sure there's another example of it, but... I, I, I'm amazed that JP Bay survived this fight, but Montel Jackson looked amazing again. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, Montel Jackson looked good. And we said before, man, it's not a good fight probably for JP Bay to make his bantamweight debut. Be a debut. Guy's super tough though, man. I mean, yeah. four knockdowns, he came back. I, I hope, I know you're not really a big fan, but I hope he gets another one in the UFC. Because After this fight, I'll give him one more just because he showed so much heart unlike the other fight yeah. against Silver where he kind of just turtled up and quit a little bit. This is the first time JP's been a decision in his career. So he definitely wanted to go the distance in this fight, and he did. Um, actually, it's ironic that I mentioned 236 because I'm looking right now, and uh, Jackson was actually on that card too. Crazy. That's crazy. So that's the last time I can remember a guy getting dropped four times. It was Roundtree Anders and, and Asanya Gastelum. So pretty crazy. Anyways, I like Jackson. He's really good, Marcel. We know that. Um, also, what do you think of these fans telling uh, Cheyenne buys that – she should divorce JP because he because he, he sucks in the UFC. I don't know if you saw her uh, Instagram. Yeah, some oh, fans are such assholes, man. I mean, listen, like 
you know, Cheyenne's obviously a very attractive woman and a good fighter, obviously, too. JP Bays is a damn good fighter, is all right. Maybe he's not like the champion that, you know, some people th- or maybe he thought he'd be, but guy's a good fighter. Not only that, but you, I don't like when people are, you know, nosy with other people's relationships. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know why they like each other. They have a it's, different connection and we have no idea. Why would you tell someone to just like someone? Stupid. It's just like people who are hating on Tracy Cortez dating Brian Ortega. It's yeah. Like, I, I don't mind, man. Let them date jealous. if they want to date. You know? Yeah, jealous weird. People, man. yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know why people are worried about other people are dating. That's just really weird. Thoughts on Pena making a Nunez fight interesting a long time? Could be. I mean, you're right. Uh, Nunez's fights have not been very exciting. I'm with you. I mean, the Megan Anderson fight was pretty quick, I guess. Jenkins fought Kilbert Layway, yeah. Thoughts on Madge signing with PFL? Did he did he sign with PFL Marcel? Yeah, just just announced by his uh, oh. by his uh, management that he's fighting Nate Williams uh, during the October twenty seventh. The, the I'm glad to PFL hear that. I, I really liked on Madge. I don't know why it didn't work out for him. The FC, the guy is exciting. He had that Tay Edwards, I think, was the guy he knocked out. It was amazing. Yeah, and yeah, that's too bad. JP's fine fly wins against Spieldon. I agree. He should go back to one twenty five. Um, Aaron Blanchfield, your girl, amazing. Yeah. Amazing performance, thirty twenty five and thirty twenty six. Yeah, I, I I thought she dominated this fight. Obviously, it looked amazing. Marcel, Sarah Alper didn't have anything for her. any thoughts. People were saying like she fought not a great uh, opponent. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man? I mean, this is her debut. Sarah Alper is a former LFA champion. I mean, what do you want? Do you want her to fight top five immediately? She's twenty two years of age. Uh, she could have been in the UFC even earlier if she didn't got that. Uh, loss to Tracy Cortez um, and she looked great man I mean she she got uh, a few 10-8 rounds in uh, on two scorecards she got two 10-8 rounds in and uh, I mean Alpa was just super tough and uh, she didn't want to go out um, Blanchfield did well I mean yeah I think it was a good debut for her yep I'm with you on that one um, I think they should just kind of build her slow because she's only 22 I, there's no way I would rush her up the ladder same. Again, we talked about that stupid fight they were booking with Norma Dumont a few months ago. I'm so glad it didn't happen because I really think that that would have just really uh, kind of ruined her momentum. But this girl is very good and very young, so I like her. Got these comments. McLovin versus Fig rematch. Yeah, hey, Kevin, what's up? I- I'm with you. I, you know, from All I've heard is that Patoja's injured, I guess, and he can't fight at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They needed someone to fight, and Figueroa basically – a lot of title shots this year are given because of timing and good fortune and good luck. Marcel and other guys hurt. They need a main event, something like that. I think that's what happened here. What do you think? Yeah, man, it's exactly that. You know, uh, Pantoja couldn't make uh, December. Askarov couldn't make December, and he didn't make weight in his last fight. So they could, they they got to figure it. In my opinion, why does Moreno definitely have to fight in December? You know what I mean? Why does that fight definitely have to take place in December? Do it in January if it has to be in January or February, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, um, hey, you know, whatever. Uh, we're going to see the third fight. What are they going to do if Davison wins, man? Fourth fight. <laughs> they can, they, no, we, we know what they're going to do. They're going to make him fight Cody Garbrandt if Cody Garbrandt defeats Kaif Kara France. I tell you that already. That's what they're going to do. By the way, this is, be I, I tweeted this out the other day, and, and I'm almost pers- positive this is true. First time two guys have fought each other three times in a row ever in the UFC. That's I true. can't remember either. Yeah, yeah, it is. The only thing that isn't is uh, Stipe fought uh, DC three – or sorry, yeah, Stipe fought DC three times in a row, but DC yeah. had the fight versus Derek Lewis in between. So you did oh, have yeah. Stipe fighting – DC, but two guys against each other never happened. I'll get these other comments. Uh, Kristen is saying, do you guys think 
Impa's uh, compromise at 170. I do. I think he will we'll talk about this fight quickly. Um, Carlston Harris knocks out Impa in the first round. Impa, I mean, he fought dumb. He got into a firefight. It wasn't a smart performance by him. He's a smarter fighter than what he showed in this fight. It was it was a dumb fight by him. Uh, Carlson's good though. I mean, Carlson's underrated. He's good. I think you picked Carlson myself. I can't I can't remember for sure. But no, okay. Yeah, but give me your thoughts on, on this fight. Well, I'll take those questions in a sec, guys. But let me just talk about this one first because I thought Carlson looked good. And and here's the thing: Carlson is 34 years old, so they have to fast track up the ladder. And I think he'll probably get a. I don't know if he gets a top 15 guy, but someone close to the top 50, just because he's 34. He doesn't have time to waste. What do you think? I think he looked good, man. He's the first, he's like the first time, um, first guy from Guyana in the UFC. Um, uh, it's actually funny, man. He's the first guy from Guyana. His nickname is Mozambique, and he lives in Brazil. Um, he's, uh, I really like him, man. He got signed by the Dana White, Dana White looking for a fight. Um, Dana told him, like, normally I'm not interested in your age kind of person, but uh, we give you a shot. And he has looked good so far in the UFC, man. He defeated Christian Aguilera pretty quick, and now in Pakasanganai. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. He probably gets somebody close to the top 15 to see where he really stands in this division, man. So, yeah, let's see what they're going to do, man. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Let me get these comments, guys. Jose says, considering how shallow female flyweight, she'll get a ranked girl by a third fight. It's possible for sure. I mean, Barber, Maverick, all these young girls get ranked fighters. Sugar Shot submits Boom, her first Wow, hey Owen, what's up, man? He, that's a big poll prediction. So yeah, I don't know if it's official, guys, but I didn't mention this yet. But yeah, Brian Kelleher said today that Sean O'Malley has uh, accepted the fight against him. I believe it's for UFC 269. Have you heard anything, Marcel? That's what you saw. I know that Sean was actually supposed to fight Ricky Simone on 269, but Sean didn't want that fight, and this is what I've heard. And they booked Ricky against Rafael Asensio. And uh, so I don't know if the Calor fight is on or not. I saw that uh, uh, that Calor posted something uh, on Twitter, like she said yes with a ring and uh, with uh, O'Malley's picture with it. So that's the only thing I saw. So I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. Tristan says, I think Cody will be Chinny. Cody Garber, he's taking uh, Chinny at Flyway sparked by Kai Care France. Very possible. I mean, Kai, what, what? he landed that bomb against uh, Rogerio Bertori in his last fight. What do you say? That you saw Cody Garbrandt when he was saying, like, uh, I can't wait to fight in December against Stephen France. That's uh, <laughs> like, who? <laughs> oh, right. Well, you better you better go to Topology and, and figure out who's fighting. <laughs> Tigger the Finest, what's up, man? Sugar Strong striking reminds you of Connor so accurate. It's very accurate. Not as much power, though. I mean, we saw that in the last two fights. But the accuracy, since Tony returning, uh, teasing return at 170. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Tony's got to do something different in his career, obviously. And that looks like the movie's going to make. Owen says, Maximoff submission prop. We'll talk about that fight tomorrow. Uh, but Nick Maxwell, Nick Diaz, Academy member, good jiu-jitsu. Carl Robinson, not good jiu-jitsu. So you can kind of see where that one's going. Very possible. Carlson Harris versus uh, Bubakar, Newmark, and Madoff. I, I'd watch that fight. Uh, sure, that's a good one. Um, they signed Carlson because he's a, he beat a big fair in very short notice. Yeah, uh, in uh, what, UAE, I think it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, think, he's looked he's looked really good in the UFC, man. I think Carlson's a good fighter. He's a good solid fighter, good stand-up, good ground game. He should have been in the UFC a while ago, pretty clearly. Mm -hmm. Marcus, do you think Ricky or Brian Kelleher would be a harder fight for O'Malley? I, I think Ricky Simone, because Ricky's a young guy. Brian Keller's in his mid-30s. Brian Brian Keller's also not ranked. That's the other thing. Like, you keep talking about we wanted to see Sean O'Malley fight a ranked guy. He had the opportunity to fight Frankie, didn't want to fight him because of New York and the taxes or whatever, even though other fighters have to fight there. It's just dumb that people make exceptions for Sean O'Malley. I mean, everyone else gets the fight, has to fight New York and pay the taxes. He's like, I don't want to do it. 
anyways, whatever. I mean, that's that's his that's his choice. But that's the thing. He doesn't fight a ranked guy now. He doesn't get the fight number eight ranked Frankie Edgar. He gets the fight unranked Ryan Kelleher. Not as much upside, Marcel. You know what I mean? So I think Marlon Vera really, like, it worked out well for him because I think he's got a good chance to win against Frankie. Mm -hmm. Jose says, O'Malley makes a lot of sense. Uh, not fighting top dogs to see money you get for fighting Spokers, Kelleher's, et cetera. I mean, it makes sense. That part of it does I, make sense. It's just I disagree. Wait, wait, hold on, disagree. It makes sense, but at the same time, guys, if – People are going to start doing this. You won't see any fights. We won't get any fights at yeah. all. So it's it's not really good precedent to set. Guy saying I don't want to fight him. I don't think he's, it's a great precedent to set. He's just not in the position in the UFC yet, in my opinion, to say like, no, I don't want to do that because I got paid too too little. I mean, yeah. Let, let's be really honest. What what did he do so far in the UFC? What we are like, wow, this is next level. I mean, he's had some good performances. The thing yeah, is, yeah, for sure. Sean, here's the thing sure. with Sean. He pulls in numbers. I mean, that's just a fact. He does pull that's in numbers. Um, and that's what the UFC cares about. They care about numbers. So they obviously know the numbers, and he thinks that he's worth a lot more than what they're paying him. I mean, he, but, I'll just say this. He better win this fight. If he goes in and loses why, to Ryan Kelleher, that is really bad for his career. But why should we care about well, it? I don't care. I, mean, I yeah, don't. I, mean, I honestly don't. Me neither. I'm kind of tired of stumping for the fighters to make more money, honestly. It's up to them, guys. I, I've been doing it for years, and – a lot of journalists, you know, they get in their, on their soapbox and start saying, hey, these guys need to pay more. They do, but there's yeah, a way sure. to do it. And I don't think going to your podcast and saying that you're not getting paid enough money is the way to do it. I think you have to do it behind the scenes with the UFC. But, you know, it is what it is. Let me get these comments. Taker says, uh, Jones are gone. Who do you got winning? I mean, I would pick John Jones to beat anyone, but I think Cyril gone is fucking amazing. So that'd be a really interesting fight, my man. Carl C.B. Khabib's teammate from it could be, yes, that's correct. Uh, earlier this year on Fight Island, I want to say. I think it was the same weekend as the 257. Yeah, we'll talk about this fight. Alatang, Harley Alatang's a cheater. I mean, I don't know if cheaters, it's kind of a harsh term, but he definitely cheated in this fight. It sucks because I bet on this guy and he won that fight and screwed himself and screwed everyone to bet on him because couldn't stop grabbing the fence in the third round, Marcel. He had the first two rounds in his bag and he grabbed the fence and I think <laughs> it was... Keith Peterson, I, I believe, yeah. Was, yeah, he took a point, and I'm fine with him taking the point, even though it hurt me because he was going to win. I would have won my bet. Still a push either way. It's not a loss, but you know, I think that it was fine because he kept grabbing it. He just kept grabbing the fucking fence. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> like, stop grabbing it. What do you think, Marcel? I think there should be more points deducted anytime somebody grabs a fence, and it does matter to what happens next. You know what I mean? If somebody goes for a takedown and you can just adjust your position to grab the fence and don't get that takedown, get the point taken off immediately, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, either make a different uh, rule change that you can grab the, the fence or make the or obey the rule and take a point. No, they, they can't change that rule. You cannot allow yeah, exactly. So obey the yeah. so obey the rule and give a point or take a point, you know? And listen, if you have three cage grabs Take three points. I don't care. Take your hands off the fence. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I, I'm with you. And again, the warnings give – okay, first off, we all know the rules of the sport. Everyone knows the rules yeah. of competing in the sport. If you don't, you shouldn't compete in the sport. Number two, the referee goes over the rules of every fighter in the back. These are the yeah. rules. If you do this, I'll take a point. You understand? Yes, I understand. So they already know – that's already been given a warning. You know what I mean? And I think that it's good that after all these years, they're finally being like, all right, you're, you're getting a point taken away, you know? I just – 
and this is something universal you know it's not like uh he's from china he didn't understand the rules he knows he can't grab the fence you know what i mean it's not it's not a language barrier or whatever you know you can't grab the fence so when you grab the fence and you get a point deducted you can't complain at all about something yeah. in my opinion so yeah it's all I'm with you in my opinion there's a bunch of questions here let me just talk about the last fight in the card and then we'll i'll get the questions uh handy gold handed goldie defeats emily Whitmire, first round arbar you know, I bet on Handy Golding here. It was a little dicey for the first few minutes, being, being controlled, but then Emily Whitmire gets submitted again. Uh, Emily Whitmire, Marcel, 2-4 and four in the UFC, three straight losses by submission. Five losses in her career, all by submission. Are you kidding me? Uh, that's it for Emily Whitmire. I believe she gets cut. What do you think? Yes, amen. I think yeah. as well. This was, uh, um, this was like probably loser gets cut oh i, I yeah I, I would say so yeah and a gold saved her job hey she did she did she needed that armbar and got it and again the physical strength of this girl is pretty unbelievable all right let me get these comments now any update on uh heavyweight supernoma ori kulang is not the guy that's the lightweight or is this a different guy that's the Aroki Lang is a flyweight. And he's yeah, yeah i thought he's the guy to fight jeff molina at 261. yeah he's fighting cody durden next cody durden yeah Owen says it's also because his head coach, he's talking about the Sean thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, what's his name? Tim Welch couldn't fight. Yeah. Dick Connor and Maswell happened in 2022. Very possible. Dana apparently didn't want to make that fight because of the size. But if there's dollar signs to be made, they'll, they'll make the fight. Tristan says, what do you guys think of Rockhold saying? Luke Rockhold, Usman. Uh, oh, yeah. He said Usman and Adesanya missed the opportunity to step up during the Gano situation and change the landscape. Okay. I saw the comments. He said they're all from uh, Nigeria, which is wrong because Kamaro's from or um, Francis is from Cameroon, so that was wrong. But I, you know, I, I know what he, I get what he's saying. I, he's not wrong in the fact that these guys do need to help each other out. I'm telling you right now, there's no journalist out there who's going to change the game of pay for these guys. It's the only thing that's going to change Marcel is if the fighters collectively bargain, get a union where they get to um, collectively bargain their contracts. Nothing will change otherwise. Would you agree with me on that? I agree, yeah. Yeah, there's no point even talking about fighter pay because it's up to them, guys, you know? What is going on with Francis? He's stuck in the middle of CAA, WME war. It sure seems like it. The last thing I heard was um, Randy Couture got interviewed by James, and Randy said that – and obviously Francis is training with Randy now. It's extreme. He was saying, like, Francis is pissed off about his contract. He has a lot of concerns, basically. He has some serious concerns about his contract. So it sure seems like they're trying to get him to fight on some old contract that he probably signed before he was the champ. And now he's like, all right, I'm the champ. Now I want to get paid more money. They're probably like, no, you're going to get paid this UFC. I love the UFC. We all love the UFC here. They're going to get exposed at some point for the low pay. I mean, it's, it's already happening. We're already seeing people talk about it a lot more now, you know, but again, they need a union. The fighters need a union before they ever goes from 20% of revenues to 50. Why? Cause I'm telling you right now, baseball players, they had to fight for that stuff. They had to fight for free agency and stuff. Same with uh, hockey players, basketball players. Full. They all fought for that. Boxers, too. The MMA fighters are going to have to fight for it, too. You know what I mean, Marcel? They're not going to be given um, these rights on a silver platter. Jose says, thoughts on the new MMA person, WFL? I've got to be honest. I think it's kind of stupid. i got to be honest. I'm sorry. I, I hate saying that. I'm not trying to be negative, but we've seen this already with the IFL and failed. Why, why would this do any better? Um, not, not only that, but it just seems way too ambitious from what I was reading. Like, they have... They want like you know every country to have like what like ten teams or something. This is insane. The amount of fighters they would need in their roster is like in the thousands. Um, again, anytime you got a promotion out there, it's going to pay guys money. That's a good thing. I'm okay with that. But I just have a lot of questions about this WFL thing. Any thoughts? 
Yeah, they already got uh, like a copied logo from somebody else. They already I saw that. A they have, there, there is a Dutch promotion that's called Rope Fighting League. So, I mean, I don't know, man, what to think about it. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. I, I honestly, I just don't, I think it's going to fail. I'll say that right now. That'd be my guess. Tony should fight Michelle Pereira. That'd be a fun one. It'd be a lot of fun. Would you favor Martin Boudet or Hugo Kanna? I don't know those guys. Do you know them? Uh, heavyweight fight for a contender series. Oh yeah, okay, all right. I haven't looked at those fights yet. Is that that, that tomorrow or next week? Next week? I think that's. I don't think it's tomorrow. Not, it's not even close. I think it's week seven. I think. Yeah, no, I haven't sure. looked that far yet. Head yet, Jose? With the contender series, I'm just going week by week because so many guys get uh, pulled from the fights now just because of COVID and stuff. Jenny says, I can get a single cage grab to your human instinct, wanting to stay in the feet, but if you're continuously grabbing after being worn, taking the points are warranted. I agree with that. That's fair. It is human instinct. You, if you're trying to get pulled to the ground, you probably want to grab something to stay up, right? I get that, but again, we know the rule. There's a reason there's a reason there's a rule in the rule books that you can't grab the fence. If guys could just grab the fence, they wouldn't get taken down. It'd be impossible to take someone down. If you could match up Tony with any welterweight, who would it be? I mean, I think Condit would have been a good fight, but he just retired. That's too bad. I, I don't know. I mean, any thoughts for us? Like, I haven't really even thought about it. <laughs> Nate Diaz. <laughs> That'd be a fun one. And including who Justin Taffet's fighting in December. Uh, did he announce a fight? Bado or Huntsucker? I thought Huntsucker was just one and done. I thought they caught him after the fight. Uh, Bado, I think, is still on the roster, but he's not that good. This guy was saying, Ariel Gill? Uh, I'm talking about the heavyweight guy. Uh, the Korean guy that got kicked in the hard in the balls. I uh, don't know who it is. If you throw the... Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I know who he is. Aroi Gele or something is his name. He got kicked in the in the balls and it ruptured his balls. You know, right. uh, like and that was in Korea. What do, what does he want to know about him? Yeah. Uh, I Just what did you think of him? Stuff? I don't know too much about him. I saw him fight sometimes. He's like a really big, big guy, you know? And uh, I don't know, man. He, he looked good in Korea, but I mean... The, the competition kind of questionable sometimes. So I, I don't know, to be really honest. It's an interesting question. Oh, and he says, do you think contracts should be two-thirds show money, one-third win money? It, I think it probably should just be sh like you just get paid to fight. You know, I don't think you should get paid more or less for winning. Um, but again, that's another thing that like the fighters are going to have to fight for. The, the UFC is just not going to get rid of that whole show win structure. They really like it. It helps their company out. I think it'd be better probably if you just show, show and no win. What do you think, Marcel? Mm -hmm. They just raise the show up? That'd probably be better. They will never do They'll it. They'll never do it, though, guys. Tell you that right now. Um, Tigger likes that fight, too. Yeah, let's talk about you, Bellator, because Marcus got a comment. That was my next thing. Managing Merrill, Merrill what, would you, what would you advise them to do next? Well, I wouldn't advise them to fight Anthony Johnson like everyone else is suggesting. And he's just fought, lost four straight fights. So let's talk about this card really briefly. Um, I, I did catch the main card. Did not watch the prelims of this card, Marcel. I don't know if you did. I caught the main card. So I'm really late. I was falling asleep. I don't know why Bellator chooses to air these fights so late at night. I think it was like one o'clock maybe when Phil Davis and Romero were fighting. Um, also, I, I literally fell asleep as soon as the, fi the final bell ended. I was like, I'm going to bed. I woke up and saw it was a split decision. I can't believe that was a split decision. Are you kidding me? It was pretty clear Phil Davis won that fight. Any thoughts on this fight? It's the only fight I've watched. I watched it back. I think Phil Davis clearly won. Uh, uh, this fight started, I think, around 7 p.m. or something, or 7 a.m. over here. And I really didn't feel to watch it anymore. So uh, I went to bed. I, I pretty much went to bed one hour after the UFC card. So, um, I mean, uh, yeah, Phil Davis should have should won. 
but should have won by unanimous decision, in my opinion. Not a split decision. I know what Jaron Vallel was watching, but sometimes I really don't know what he is watching, also not what he's referring. So, I mean, so, yeah, what can you say about it? I think Davis did enough to win the fight. A unanimous decision and uh, not a split. Phil Davis is an underrated guy. I mean, he's not the most exciting guy, but he's underrated, guys. Like, he yeah, really what is. The... I see people saying like uh, Joel Romero lost to a bum in his Bellator debut. No, Phil oh, Davis is good. I actually, oh. I actually favored Phil in this fight. I did favor him in this fight. Bigger guy, um, better athlete probably at this point of their careers. I mean, Romero's good, but he's 44, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, what would I do with Romero next? I don't know. He needs to get a win, though. He can't lose five straight <clears> fights. I mean, what's next? But, but, yeah, I mean, I think Phil Davis, you look at his resume, Gustafson, Glover, um, King Mo, Machida, who else you got here? Um, Nagiri, Romero. It's a good resume. It's solid. You know, he's got some losses to good fighters, but Phil Davis has been good for a long time. Um, get a few other comments here about this card uh, from you guys. MA managers are useless. Sure seems like it. They always get their fighters bad, bad fights, like JP Bayes' manager. Bellator is boring and terrible. So many better promotions out there. I don't think Bellator is great. I, I wouldn't say it's like super, like the worst promotion, but it's not great. There's better promotions. UFC's better. I think PFL puts on better fights, honestly, at this point. Some MMA managers are weasels like Audi. That's funny. I went to big sleep after the, the I went to sleep after the big two and one. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. And he says, uh, Posey says that very rare get the big field fight from from uh, Bellator. Yeah, yeah. I think I felt it during the Pitbull fight with McKee. I think that felt like kind of a big fight, but very rarely it seems like in Bellator. Like, I don't know, Marcel. I mean, I I gotta be honest. You know, now that I'm, I'm a dad, like my time is a little, I mean, it's a, it's a lot harder to find free time. And even though I like watching Bellator, I did end up watching a couple of fights here. Um, it's not like I'm going on my way now. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I also think they made a mistake by putting it on the same time as UFC. Why would they do that? Why, why do that for the fans? You know, maybe there's fans want to watch both. You could have did it two nights in a row. I don't know. Like some a few other fights here. Neiman Gracie gets his first career knockout over Mark Leminger, Marcel. That was a nice knockout. Deanna Bennett defeats Alejandra Lara by decision, but she missed weight. Sal Rogers defeats Georgia Karakanyan by decision. And as you guys alluded to, Ben Parrish, the big two and knocks out Christian Edwards, who was a minus 1,000 favorite, Marcel, gets knocked out mm -hmm. in the first round. Um, I didn't watch the prelims. I know that Anthony Adams, former contender series guy, did pick up a big upset over Khalid Merzitaliev. That's the guy that destroyed uh, C.D. Galloway in the UFC. And Alex Polizzi picked up a, a split decision upset win over Grant Neal. I didn't see the prelims, so I can't comment on them, but I did see some of the main card fights. And uh, Neiman looked good. Harris looked good, obviously. Any thoughts on this card? No. Yeah. It's like, it's Bellator's just not great. It really isn't. And, and I think, I honestly feel like Bellator's on the way out just because, like, there's, there's not as much to like about it, you know? Um, they have some decent fighters, but in general, the, the roster is just not as good, you know, as the other promotions. So it's always good to have a different option for the fighters out there, but I, I still feel like Bellator is – I always feel like Viacom or whatever, Showtime could pull their, the plug on at any point. MVP Lima reacts to the one few Bellator fights I'm looking forward to seeing. Alex Bleas is a cool fighter. He is. Lima should come to the UFC. It'd be sweet, eh? Wouldn't that be awesome? Only yeah, if we got sure. a big feel from, from Nikki Pitbull. It did seem like a big fight. Um – Really quickly, we'll talk about contender series. I don't think we talked about it, Marcel. Um, Dana White gave up five more contracts, so that's 15 contracts. I don't know what to think, guys, because yesterday I wrote an article on this guy, Julius Anglicus. Julius is fighting for the Bellator title. Julius Anglicus won a contender series uh, two years ago and submitted a guy and did not get signed, Marcel. If he was on this season, 100% he would have been signed. 
If Austin <laughs> Dandifer was on the season, he'd be signed. If Chris Curtis was on the season, he'd be signed. I, I feel really bad for the fighters that competed in the first couple of seasons, won their fights, and didn't get signed because he's essentially signing almost everyone that gets signed. So on this card, we had JL Tinamani, he got signed. Albert Durev got signed. Lucas Bresky got signed. Jack Della Madalena got signed. Jasmine Jesuda Vicious got signed. Only Mo Miller, they passed on him. And Mo was pissed about it, obviously. I think Steve A was too. But, you know, in general, I think that he made some good calls. Like, I think Jailton, obviously, he already has a fight booked, I believe. He already has a fight, yeah. right? He's fighting Danilo Cal- Marquez. Danilo Marquez. Uh, Albert Durev is fighting Alessio Duchirco two months after Duchirco got knocked out. So it's pretty clear they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Bresky, Dana White didn't want to sign, but he decided to do it the last second. Um, Della Madalena was a shoo-in, and the guy looked amazing. I thought Lusa okay. could have been signed too. I mean, it was an amazing fight. And then Jasmine, I don't, you know, even though I'm Canadian and I should like like her, I didn't think she was that special in that fight. She gassed out, she took the whole second round off, was taking the third round off, and then started smashing the girl's face at the end of it. Um, like, I don't let's know. be really honest. Yeah. There were three guys who really deserved a contract. It was Durayev, Della Madalena, and Almeida. And yeah. even, I think, Angel- Angelusa deserved it over Jesuda Vicious and Brzezowski. I agree movie. with you. I actually agree with you on that, Marcel. I think that's kind of a hot take, but I agree. I just didn't think – I don't think Jasmine's ready for the UFC. She does have, obviously, some decent wrestling, but the striking's not there and the cardio is not there. Um, Bresky, the cardio is not there. Um, he, he, it doesn't look like he's got much power in his hands either, which is not good because Potter – couldn't put that guy on. That guy's not very good. I don't know. Overall, I thought Jailton looks like a guy who can make some noise at 205 just because he is so strong and big. Um, Dureyev looks like the best guy probably on the, on the card. That guy looks amazing. Della Mandalena looked good too. Very fun fight. Do you think they should have signed Mo Miller? Do you think they should have picked him up? I mean, if you if you sign Brzezowski and you sign Jasuda Vicious, why did you pass on That's Mo what I'm Miller? saying. I don't, I, I'm confused now why they didn't get this guy because like, what was so much better about I guess just because the division, because they have a lot of 135ers. They don't have a lot of women's 125 and heavyweights. It comes down yeah, to that. that. That just sucks. You know, that just, just why, why bring him on then? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, yeah. what did this guy have to do to win? But it's weird because, like, he, you know, he gets a dominant win. Last week, mm-hmm. Simon Oliveira and Chad Ellinger, Allen, uh, and Hellinger, they got split decision wins and got signed at Bantamweight, too. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of weird, Marcel. It's, I don't know. I, like, I get it. That was like a minus kind of... 800 favorite, but. I don't know. It feels kind of favoritism sometimes. There is in the, yeah. there is in the contender series for sure. Um, we'll talk about the other card tomorrow. I know that there's five fights that we're going to see tomorrow. Um, one guy missed weight, Hashim Arkaga. Yeah, the main event. Yeah, came in at 189 for a 185 fight. So I'm pretty sure, guys, he won't get signed even if he wins. Have they, yeah. they, have they signed anyone who's missed weight? Off no. Contender? So they no. signed one guy who came off a loss, but no one's ever missed weight. That's interesting, right? You can't mm-hmm. sign someone missing weight. You could give them one more fight later on this season. You could do that or the next season. Got five minutes left here, guys. Jose says, I'm a huge Musasi fan uh, during his last UFC, but now I don't even bother watching a Bellator after the Rory fight. Yeah, it's it's not as exciting. Uh, John Salter fight looked pretty good, though. Caught Duffy. Is he out of the UFC? I don't know. I think I thought he was still on the roster, but he hasn't fought since that eye poke fight against uh, – what's that guy's name? Jeff Hughes? He had that eye poke in, I think, Vancouver. Um, kind of quit. No, didn't want to fight. Yeah. Hey Doug, what's up? He said he says they should be signed retroactively. Who's he? Uh, oh, I see what he's saying. Yeah, that's funny. Um, thoughts of contender series getting guys getting cut to make room for contender series guys. I mean that makes sense. You get rid of a guy like Roosevelt Roberts, you replace him with uh, whoever else. I guess lightweight or yeah, Jacob Rosales, Victor Martinez. You replace him with the winner of that fight tomorrow. That's what happens, guys. Mm-hmm. 
We need to give Lucas better the doubt. First fight in two years, coming off ACL, change our opponents, watch his fight prior, considering he looked better. I was going to ask you, Jose, because I know you were the guy beating the drama about Lucas for a while. Every single week for like the last two months, this guy, Jose, has asked us, what do you guys think about Lucas? And I, I, I'm with you, Jose. I'll give him my benefit of the doubt because he did get an opponent change, but this guy needs to either go to 205 or put on a lot of muscle and, move up and, and become a stronger heavyweight. Because to me, he didn't. He looked at kind of in between the weight classes, Marcel, and that's just kind of a weird spot to be in, I think. Um, Doug's saying it's taking away contender series legitimacy. I agree. I was talking to Cole, um, friend of the show. Cole's like, I, I, you know, I don't like the show as much now because they're signing everyone. Like it's not The draw mm-hmm. was, you know, you got to fight your ass off. You might get signed. Now they're just signing you if you win, basically. Um, you know, I don't mind them signing people, but it's got to be a deserved signing. You know what I mean? And sometimes in the other seasons, you know, some guy or some girl deserved to get signed and they didn't get signed, you know? And now out of, out of, out of nowhere, almost everybody got signed. So it's really weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think there's too many signings. I mean, 15 signings through three weeks. Um, and it's just scary because they said, I think they said there's 100 fights, right? So there could be... Yeah. Uh, up to 50 guys signed, maybe 51 because they signed the one guy coming off a loss. Um, again, it's just, you know, what they're doing is they're trying to find new talent. They're going to get rid of old talent, bring in new talent. That's what they're doing. Um, I, I love contender series. I just, I personally like when they sign a little bit less guys, like three guys or something. I just mm-hmm. think you do get rid of some of the, like, you know, that part where they're sitting down at the end and they're all sitting there and, and, and you're watching Marcel and you're wondering who's going to get signed. You kind of got rid of that now because you're signing everyone. You know, Dana doesn't even write down notes anymore. He just says, like, I'm signing you. What do you say? The, the thing with the interviews after that, that takes so fucking long, man. I, it's yeah. Like, that that was me. like 5 a.m. already over here. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to sign this one. Dude, say will you sign, give them an interview, get the fuck out of there. It's 5 a.m. I want to go to sleep, you know? <laughs> Sorry. No, I know. I know. All right. Um, I think that's it for Contender Series. Uh. And Jose was saying, to be honest, I didn't know about Lucas till he got signed contender series. I, I'm just joking, Lucas. Uh, I know you're asking about him. He's asking about Bude, Kana, Kuniev, Pimblet versus Vargas. I mean, Vargas seems like a pretty tough dude, so maybe he's got the chin to handle the shots. But I think they'll give Pimblet someone better than that. I don't know, but Vargas is a good, like, keeper um, type. What? I really have to pee, man. Yeah, let's go. Let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. We're done. We're done the hour. Plug your stuff, Marcel. Let's get out of here. BitMarcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.nl, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Guys, I'm going. I'm going, man. Uh, Adam, take it over, man. No See problem, guys. I'll be here for one more minute and get out of here myself. Thanks, Marcel. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for all the questions, Jose, all the other guys. Follow me on Twitter at MMADAMartinPodcast, MMADAMartinPodcast, It's on our YouTube. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Uh, most of it will be BJPen.com, MMADNews.com, uh, Bookies.com is a new place I'm working at, which is cool. Uh, lead sports betting and lead fantasy and fanatics. So a lot of places, guys. Hope you have a great day. I'll be back with Marcel tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, to break down UFC 266. Have a good night, guys.